0: Hey, everybody. It is Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday morning, episode 205 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave.
1: This is Ben. You just triggered me.
0: First time in the history of the Hey My Man podcast <laughs> that we did something during daylight hours, I think maybe we went to a bar when it was still light out. But this is oh. this is
1: crispy. Production notes: You didn't know that you just triggered PTSD inside me, though. You had <laughs> well, no go idea. ahead.
0: What, what's your problem? That song. <laughs> you started looking at me weird, like, dude, that's a shitty song. And I'm like, yeah, but but it's apropos.
1: Yeah, but I feel like you just date raped my ears because.
0: But it's apropos.
1: <laughs> it is apropos. In '98 or around around the time I graduated, I got I was a loser. Kind of like now, except for more so and maybe less so. I worked at KB Toys in River Oaks as like, I, dude, I was just so dumb. I was like, I literally was just like, "Who's hiring? I will, I will clean cat boxes." That's what happens when you're not, you know, that's poor stock, Hesville, unskilled labor. So I go to KB Wait, Toys.
0: you're poor stock from Hessville? correct? Okay, I just want to get that on. The I'm record. on brand. Okay, I
1: want like, you never don't be advertising <laughs> is not the way that slogan goes. So I got a job at KB Toys. It was. The most awful, like, experience of my life, one of them, and they would play that Walking on Sunshine (laughs) song, like, about every, like, hour, hour and a half, they had, like, a loop of, like, 13 songs, and it would just come on, and I would just be facing shelves and putting (laughs) toys back and just going, I'm not Walking on Sunshine, I'm not.
0: Like, you'd be mentally telling yourself every time it came on, I'm not Walking on Sunshine. Dude, it's the happiest song ever, and it makes me the most like horribly <laughs>
1: depressed the saddest song ever for me dude i would be putting rank or monster toys back on the shelf because star wars was just making its comeback in the re-release in the theaters and kids would you know they don't teach finance in school anymore but they also don't even teach like basic math or accounting well maybe they do but not <laughs> the kids that went to this store kids would come up to me and they would grab like a of the hut toy and they would have like a handful of dirty pennies and a paper clip and they would go hey how much is this and I would always say the same thing, not enough. That's what i say to every <laughs> like, single kid. I don't do math either. They so. would, yeah, they would walk up with like a land speeder and go, hey, how much is this? And pull out like bubble gum. And I would just say, not enough every single time.
0: And uh, good golly, Miss Molly. It was I, just awful. I worked at several grocery stores um, from like 16 to 19. And, um, well, from like 15 to 19. And, I, uh, they, they always had like the same music, but it was like the elevator version. You guys know, I mean, just like New, my, Zach. my wife worked at Kohl's. It was the same songs over and over and you find the one gem, which is still a piece of shit, but you know what I mean? Like it comes on Christmas is the worst and Christmas I think started like directly the next day after Thanksgiving uh, and they probably beam that same music to all the, you know, the corporation, the corporate yeah. grocery stores. I don't think each manager has their own like playlist. <laughs> no, but uh you would you would you would settle on something that you recognized and that'd be you just wait the rotation and you could you could count out like you said, like okay, twenty every twenty fifth song I'm hearing my uh yeah every my song or something like that. Every fourth
1: kid that walks up to you digging in their corduroys and asking for money. So what what does it mean when you're of that age when you go to a store and you hear the playlist and you go, Oh yeah, okay, I love this <laughs> song man. Like I I'll hear a lot of like 90s stuff that's rehashed or it'll be like like stuff that was playing like around when people were watching Friends. <laughs> I'll hear that at like Kohl's or whatever and I'll go, Oh, I don't hate this song. That's uh, that's weird. I hate myself more, but not this music.
0: It's almost like your Sunday music confessional where you're like, I don't like this song, but for this scenario, it'll be alright. Yeah. Like the perfect stranger. Well, the
1: oh, I gotta do that by the way. The Sunday morning music confessional is more based on like this song. I love I love playing this song. This is a guilty pleasure song. Like if if you were going to like a cool like if you were going to like a, a if you're going to grindhouse or some hipster place in Griffith,
0: you would not want to bring up the fact that you love a Shakira song, right? Right? But like, like you mean you mean like walk into the place and declare it? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Do like, that. excuse me, excuse <laughs> <Right>. me, <laughs> Gabe, put that latte down. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't
1: you know? But but then you but you still like uh <clears throat> who is it that like dude early '90s R and B is I think that's why I love the weed. yes. Yes, shy, H town. What think, was the
0: one? Got Jamiroquai, the guy with that weird hat.
1: He was mid, but that's the guy who danced on the treadmills during yeah. his video, and he had yeah. big floppy hat. Yes, yeah. Virtual insanity was his song. Um, but early '90s hip hop. I think that's when I went from like like Christian music. Like that's that's when I got that's when I first listened you started to coming to it. Come into
0: your own a little bit.
1: I started to see the secular world, and uh, I think that's why I love The Weeknd so much because it's just like a modern version of that stuff.
0: Yeah, but it's filth. It's so filthy. It's it's like the penthouse version of that being the Playboy version. <laughs> I have the sluttiest taste <laughs> it, in music. It is the hustler or the penthouse letters. It is gross. Of early nineties.
1: I love it, but when he starts describing what he's going to do, I'm like, Bleh. you got to do. <laughs>
0: you're making me uncomfortable.
1: Well, I like uncomfortable.
0: You know, Anyways, I was. I this is kind of two prongs. So the other day, I was driving to get a uh, nitro cold brew with my partner, my work partner. Okay. And I was thinking to myself, the English language is, is, is very intricate. Like I think they say that even though we only have one alphabet and there's other, there's other languages and civilizations who have uh, characters and multiple alphabets and whatnot, like English is very hard to grasp for people who are not native English speakers because we use so many words that mean – a ton of different things, like you know, oh my God, yeah, uh, uh, how they say, like you could say hello in, in uh, twenty thousand different languages and all these different ways, but like in the English language, inflection, um, connotation, or, or context on how you use the word. Espe- every day, it gets worse.
1: I saw somebody tweet one of those memes like a week or two ago, and it was like something about English, and it was it was like the same words
0: but they meant so many different things. And they're like, how the heck are you supposed to learn this? Well, for example, um, so I was thinking about what I just said, my partner. And I was thinking about back in the day, like, you know, partner was was super masculine. It was really mad. Like, that's my partner. And usually yeah. that was assigned to super cool male things like police officers or ice skaters, cowboys. Yeah, definitely uh, detectives. Ten- yeah. Tennis doubles players. And now we've decided that, Although we've moved forward in being like, hey, being gay or being bisexual or or any of these other you know Cis things gender, that come after, whatever, gender. it's it's non-binary. It's, it's, it's pretty much the norm. Anybody who doesn't believe it's a norm is completely in left field. Like yeah. it, it's been embraced. I never know where I'm going. I wake up and I'm not sure. But it doesn't bother you. You don't even consider it. It's like no. whatever. It's not my thing. But I don't care. No, I speak the language of love, and I never know what it's going to tell me. So, with that being said, before like when it was just becoming sort of normal, people would go like, like you would Mm. see gay people saying like, this is my partner. Because it would be more palatable for people who weren't gay. It would make us more comfortable, I think. They did it because they didn't want to say, this is my boyfriend, this is my Mm -hmm. girlfriend, this is... Or my husband and wife because that wasn't legal in some places. So. Uncle David, Aunt Bob, are right. so. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is they they would use the term partner, and I think partly it's almost like a blind guy wearing glasses, so we don't have to be uncomfortable. The blind guy doesn't need glasses. It, that's, that's interesting. It is sort of like for the other person. Yeah, it's. I always thought it was just like general. And it's I easier. could be completely wrong, but I think that's why they did it because it was socially it was just like easier to be like. Oh, who's this? And you'd be like, oh, well, that's my partner, Bob. And it, it was like, well, again, are you detectives? Are you ice skaters? Are you doubles tennis players? I don't that understand. What that kind of sucks for them. It does. Have to use that. So Instead what, of
1: saying, like, hey, this is, the, this is the dude that I love seeing naked.
0: Right. Well, now I'm saying. But you don't say that about your girl. You don't go, like, hey, like. People hey, assume
1: it. At a Christmas party. <laughs> I'm like, hey, meet this girl. Uh. Whose rack I can't stop thinking about. Well,
0: you would say my girlfriend. Yeah. Or you would say this girl I'm talking to. Or you would say, you know, what... Uh, any. If you are a rapper, you'd say my bitch. Any, any, a myriad of terms that would indicate that. But it wouldn't be <laughs> right. so general as partner. Because like I said, partner, he could be in a law firm together. You don't know. You could say bay if you want me to hate you. So my thing is, I think it's time for us to take that term and sort of just say, hey, hey, gay people, uh... Um, <laughs> Let's go. Let's, hey, let's, hear, ye, you, hear ye, I believe you should just be able to say boyfriend, girlfriend, sure, husband, wife, whatever it is, but you shouldn't say partner, because again, we might think you're detectives. We might think you are a, a, a ton of other things. Or we might all we we might, all, think we might also you,
1: think that that is your son, and you're doing a condescending term for making them feel bigger. Come on, partner, let's go. I, yeah, exactly. Like you scuff you scruff
0: their head, and you go, "Hey, well, they're a partner." I find it hard to introduce myself and my work companion. I mean I don't want to call him (laughs) that either. (laughs) Uh, As partner. So I go somewhere like, hey, this is me and this is my partner so and so and it's like but but (laughs) understand I thought about that dude. That's hilarious. It just it's just very I'm just asking everybody to to, let's just sit down at the table and talk about this.
1: Just call him your boyfriend then. But no,
0: but (laughs) okay, but do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, because... So this cause is the, what happens when partner. we don't podcast for more than a week's I time know. is like these these thoughts bottle up and I sit there and I go, you're very, I don't want to be minimalist or, or um, uh, what do you call it when you're dis... I was corrected this week. I used the word minimalist. It's... uh, Wait, what did I say? I think I said minim, minim, minimalize? Is well, what is it? Was, minimize. I don't want to be disrespectful or... I don't want to be dismissive toward okay. any culture, any community, but I do want to say that partners should be specific to like uh, you know you and another person who have been put together to do a certain task outside of sex. So to be clear, you're not upset at any culture for taking the word partner: No, from I'm you. ready to culturally I'm ready to it, in, culturally, employmently retake this reappropriate you want the to word level partner. up and give
1: that word back.
0: I want to take it back and give them. Let them use the regular verbiage. Just that's okay. the way to be. Now that there's no, I'm t- not afraid or offended or or hurt or made to be feel uncomfortable when, when a, a guy says this is my boyfriend. No, because I know now. I know a lot of things. You're gay, okay, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that's cool, whatever. And yeah. um, that's your boyfriend or your husband or whatnot. And yeah. so now I don't need to go like to my other friend. Hey, they said they were partners. Uh, are they? You what? And then, you know, eventually have to work, do twenty questions right. to figure out the truth. Just I be like, you know, "Partner, does he actually?" Mean- yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So let's be straight. I mean, wait. Let's no, no. be direct. No, no, let's and just what say it. what. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I That's, guess you. I could. I, you, I could. I guess you could say this is this is Cowboy Bob, and Cowboy Jim, but that still might be gay. I'm not really sure. I think anytime you had cowboy, <laughs> makes it more gay. Okay, unless you just assume they're unless, a cop I mean, or they dress like a cop. Well, <laughs> that doesn't work. Either.
1: Yeah. It's the chaps that give it away.
0: But, yeah, no, no, I like it. I think
1: I think you're... I think it's... I mean, I think you're giving respect. I think you're going, respect. listen. You're giving respect. I like it. You're going, like, let's... let's. There's no... St- here's the thing. There's no stigma to it, so don't act
0: like there is. Just say, hey, it's, it's my dude. It's my boyfriend. Whatever. Yeah, and you, I think if you own it, it is what it is. And obviously, same, but I have same a par- with females. But I have a partner, and I have a wife. That could be confusing to people, Super too. Super confusing. Right, and I've had multiple partners. Yeah. But... Partner, wife, and
1: girlfriend, it gets all like, yeah, Yeah, now, now I'm
0: just sounding like I'm bragging. Right. But, yeah, look what I got. Anyway, as <laughs> myself and my work partner were headed to pick up a nitro cold brew from the steam whistle in uh, Crown Point, so we started delicious. talking about cologne, which- You guys went all the way out there <sighs> for the coffee? We started talking about cologne, yeah. which by in itself, I don't know why we're talking about cologne. You and your partner cologne. are talking about scents that are nice? Yes, that attract other- <sighs> You and your partner are talking pheromones. God. So <laughs> I had asked him, um, when do you do you wear cologne, first and foremost, which I should know because I'm usually trapped next to him, and hmm. I never smelled any cologne on him. And I'm a cologne wearer, and I he's never said to me, like, wow, man, that's a good cologne. What is that?
2: Hmm.
0: And I thought, to my, because I do stop. He never took a deep breath I, Well, I've walked past... I've walked past dudes and been like, hey, what, what is that? If I know them, I don't just do that to strangers, yeah. but I'm like, hey, are you, what cologne is that? I get really close to them and sniff them deeply. But I, So a couple of questions I had is, one, are you a cologne person? Yes. Okay. But I have deviated. I haven't bought Hold cologne. up, hold up, hold okay. up. Don't, okay. don't get crazy now. Okay. So my follow-up yes. question to that is, are you, when you say you're a cologne person, does that mean you put cologne on when you're going to a, when you're dressed fancy? Sure. Do you put cologne on when you're dressed regular? Like street clothes, like a uh, T-shirt. And, I would and say the tapered sweatpants.
1: Oh, that's that's that is fancy. I would say like the past like year or more, I have started doing it just more on the regular, not every day, but I'm just like, listen, I'm showered. I lost a little bit of weight too, and I think you feel good. Like when you feel good, you feel more uh handsome for your partner, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's part of like the the post shower procedure. I'm now like, why not smell good too? I've been using it more. I still have the same bottle. It's lasting like 20 years. Okay, I always think cologne's too expensive, and I go, but
0: it, but I mean, to all right, be well, fair. don't get too ahead of me. So you you wear it, uh, you're starting to wear it more frequently. Whoa, dude! Idea. When you hold on, when okay. you pick the cologne that you're wearing, it sounds in your case like you have one giant bottle that somebody bought you for Christmas twenty years ago, mm. and you just dip into that same stash. Correct? <laughs> no. What? When we were kids, when we first, uh, I mean, started yes. growing mustaches in the corner of our lips. Mm. Our grandmas, our aunts, our moms uh, decided that to get the bath wash cologne gift pack for Christmas. Everybody would get one. Like, hey, here's Brute. Here, yeah. And your cousin would get, you know, Dracar, and you'd get Stetson. Brute. And somebody would get, you know, whatever. Liz Claiborne. Antonio Banderas. Was. Most of us have kept those colognes forever. My, yeah. I have an aunt who uh, works on the strip in Las Vegas as, as a at a perfume slash cologne counter. So she used to send us testers. So I okay. had a bunch of different stuff. But again, it was all stuff that was popular in nineteen eighty six. I still have all those testers. I've kept them all these years. I wear Eternity. That's the one uh the regular Klein Eternity, or? yeah. Okay. Is that but a black I also bottle? A, uh mine's just a no, it's clear. Okay. But so people have bought me Eternity replacement ones when I haven't got I don't think I've ever finished a bottle of cologne. But, but my those many is those this, many, many ones you have. Like yeah, a, a but, but I also have the regular ones. So no. the, the the I have like obsession and a tester, but like Eternity, someone bought me the big one. I I've, like that one, so people continuously yeah. bought me Eternity. They would ask, like my mom would probably ask my wife, like, what does he wear? And then she would buy that, or, or my aunt would ask my mom, whatever. I've finished two bottles of cologne in my entire life. Well, so my question to you is, have you ever decided that a cologne was right for you, or did somebody else buy you a cologne and you've pretty much worn that cologne? And then other people have said, wow, that smells good. And you've kept with it.
1: Yeah. Well, I used to always wear, well, I only, I only wear two different ones now. I suppose I I got a buddy my buddy, uh, Dave is a cologne like connoisseur. He goes on YouTube Mm. and watches people review.
0: Like he's unboxing cologne. Dude, there's a deep, there's a deep
1: cologne culture. It's deep. Um, <clears throat> when I first started wearing it in junior high, I would wear whatever girls said smelled sexy. Mm. So it was Aspen. Like, where would they say that? Aspen at the time. On, on AOL chat rooms? or It would whisper in my ear softly. <laughs> don't wear this. Wear this.
2: <laughs> Gym socks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but the, the ones, I only wear two different ones now. And uh, I don't know. I th- I actually think I went to like the department store and was like, oh, that smells somebody good. Somebody spritzed this. it and you smelled yeah. it. I used to wear that CK1 for mm-hmm. a long time. And I thought it smelled good. It was supposed to be like, what's the word androgynous?
0: Was it where like, but that's not, can't be the right word. No, right? I'm no, I don't know what that means. Androgynous means either, or like yeah. David Bowie's adro- yeah. androgynous. Okay. Anybody could wear it. It's, it's in it's a, yeah, dude, without
1: get, sex. Yeah. I get vocab points then. Cause it was supposed to be like chicks or dudes could wear this. And, but I didn't care. I just thought it smelled good. Who would wear a cologne that, that would be me and my partner
0: androgynous.
1: I did. For, okay, anyway. It's one of the two bottles I used. <laughs> I just thought it smelled good. Like, I didn't care like how they marketed it or whatever. I mean, uh, chocolate smells good. Yeah. To bar- both. Barbecue to sauce. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is a <what laughs> barbecue sauce. I mean, if you're dating a, a hungry girl. So <clears throat> I used to wear uh, CK1, and then this old man truck driver that I worked with. He's one of the, he was one of the guys that loaded. He girl? would walk by doused in CK1, just 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 showered in it it ruined it for me i was like and that was the day i was but like was
0: that to cover up cigarette smoke yeah
1: and, See, and probably fecal man i
0: don't think that's fair because when you put cologne on to cover up another overwhelming smell you don't the, the it's not fair to the cologne no because it's it's a hybrid smell now
1: yeah it's sort of like marinating your meat but you already drug it through the alley
0: it's well, how yeah, exactly
1: that's what you were thinking right <laughs> no but this guy and i was like what is that smell And once i pinned oh he smells like ck1 that was the last day I was thinking when I go, well, if it, it can't be for
0: me and him. Well, I, but my wife has a ton of perfumes and has never, ever come to me and said, hey, you should go smell a bunch of perfumes and then tell me which one to buy. So I guess according to her and probably every woman in the world, it's like I'm going to buy the smell that makes me feel good about myself and smells nice that's to me. It. They don't care but that's, about you. Is that wrong or right? Mm. Because I feel like. If I this the reason I, I picked Eternity is because I wore it one time and my wife's like I really like the way that smells ooh that smells really nice and I was like hey if it ain't broke don't fix it sure but I also figure what you know what what about me how about I go out and I and I find a smell that is better than Eternity what about me what about I want to smell I want to smell handsome what about me? and I'm gonna what about a cologne called what about me what about me what if I wanted Michael Jordan what if I wanted Benetton who knows benetton i used to use those my grandma is that used my to transformer do, name? you know the avon ones that come in the car, the avon bottle that looks like different classic t like model t cars or you, yes, uh, I, you screw off the tire in the back and that's yes, how you I get do. Yeah.
1: yes i do they're pirate ships you know how you played mm. that walking on sunshine song right yes <clears throat> the other thing that makes me depressed is avon, avon bottles because when i used to stay at my buddy fuzz's house i i love my buddy fuzz but everybody in that house smoked <clears throat> and the house just wasn't the tidiest, right? Right. (laughs) So not his fault. He's a kid. The fuck does he know? Um, but there was always so many knickknacks and collectibles in that house and Mm. they wouldn't get moved for years. They just would not get moved. So they would collect dust. So on the windowsills and ledges, there'd be little, um, pirate ships or whatever, like ships that were once filled with perfume of (laughs) penguins that once had are now chachkis. They're, they're not Yeah, They're now just there. And, uh, to this day, my mom's voicemail and those pirate, those ships, those empty ship bottles from Avon are the two things that make me the most <laughs> depressed in the world.
0: So uh, I was just, I guess I wanted to ask you, as I asked my partner, I was like, at what point do we also take back our smell for us? Hmm. I liked, when, when, if I walked past anyone, dude, man, woman, old, young, and they go, wow, that's a really nice smell, I'd be, be happy about that. I'm sorry. Dude. And how do I even go about finding a new smell? Just to derail this, but I,
1: th- I just have to go back. I don't want to go back to your point, but I was just thinking about this, like like a therapy therapy session for me. Those depressing bottles might be the reason I can't an- go antiquing to this day. Not that I would really want to go antiquing. I, like how many dudes love it? But yeah, like I don't know how many. Four. I'll ask my partner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like anytime we're in an antique place, like I'll I'll do it if somebody wants to go in and be nice, but I instantly get depressed and I never knew why. And I think it's because it looks like
0: all the junk and yeah. fuzzes. I've house. never been antiquing in my life.
1: Well, have you ever been to a store that
0: sells antique? Yeah, shit? And I, I, it smells like old mothballs and I leave. And the old like McDonald's I toys. Took, I, I took my, my seven year old into one. And we walked in, and she was like, this place stinks. And we, I, I thought I she meant it. it's just not a cool store. No. <laughs> so we left. No, but it stinks. No, it, it smells. There's nothing sadder. But people, some people like that. They're like, wow, that's like a record store where it's all old used records. Well, you and it's can just mildew. Yeah. And... You can find Diamonds in the Rough doing that. Yeah,
1: I'm not willing to But look. the rough is so rough to me. Sure. Like, there's nothing sadder than people going, I've held on to this toy for 40 years. it has zero value to me or anybody. We all hate it. <laughs> right. And then
0: the hopes that you will give me the $4 I've been asking right. for since 1976. It's so depressing. Well, I'll give to you me. the $4, but not for that one beanie baby, two garbage bags full. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to put all of them in, plus that old, uh, you know, boy, howdy,
1: whatever. Howdy, howdy, doody. Doody. Yeah. <laughs> boy, boy, howdy. howdy. Uh, anyways, okay. So, so I'm how, sorry, how, but, but, how do but we. Back
0: to your. I don't even know how to cologne shop, and I'm glad you're you're telling me that your buddy uh, found a YouTube wormhole specific to this question. So I'll that's why ask I asked him. It. I'm glad. I feel like I need to go out, or, you know what, I'm asking for suggestions if anybody. And serious, I, I don't know. Um, that's maybe something guys don't do, is spend time going out and uh, treating themselves I with a nice bottle of cologne. I think you take your
1: partner to... Uh... I feel like Forever. the
0: barbershop, shop they should have some they should have some cologne there, and that could be part of the you know be barber slash cologne sales.
1: Next time I go to the the store to look to see what kind of cologne I want, I'm gonna go. Do you have anything that smells like the
0: opposite of that barbershop shop that, that I got my <laughs> haircut last week? That old man. Well, I sent you a picture of my barber, so now there's no mistake. I who, who know. He I know. Now was that the guy you talked to?
1: No. Okay. No, I gotta get in there.
0: Okay. But now, dude, you, your brother's telling me that
1: McFly's in Crown Point, like they give you beer there. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, now you got me. I mean, all right. Well, well, but I still want to go see RD. Okay. Uh, but I want Do RD, both. I want RD to let me bring booze in, though.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. It's probably just like you said before. Don't ask, don't tell. I it think seems like uh, a theme that keeps coming up in this episode. But yeah, it does for all I, the right reasons. <laughs> I think not uh, that there's anything wrong with it.
1: Nothing wrong with it. I think that you can just go to the store and try out a few different clones.
0: But it's sort of like I don't think so because your palate can't be cleansed. Once somebody sprays it, it's like, well, now I know what that smells like with this other one on top of it.
1: Well, you take away for the clone, then you go smell a homeless guy, <laughs> then you come back, you do another. That's how you start over. I well, just what could you smell to make it like uh, to reset you?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Don't they we, don't, don't they don't you have eat a, ginger
0: a when you're eating uh, uh, sushi, like in order yeah. to cleanse your palate? I don't know. Maybe smell ginger. Yeah. That's got to be yeah. It's got it's got to be. It that makes the most sense. But my question is my follow my last question here is how often sh- should a man change his cologne scent based on what his activity that day, and uh, how often should you pivot all together and do the Marie Kondo and wipe everything out if it doesn't spark joy? I think. I think once you have a new partner. <laughs> so you're you're in it. You're in it. You're in it. So if, you're married, if you're married, married. You that's your cologne. Well, the best thing is, is for most people, a bottle of cologne, uh, the big bottle of cologne will last an entire marriage, possibly two. But you're saying even if What's you made it through marriage? one marriage, oh, I probably under 10 years, right? Okay, so let's say seven years. That's, oh, you that's definitely, good to you switch up. It. So could you give it to her as a parting gift? Like, I know how much you love this. And if there's anything left of you that wants to maybe smell me on a night where you're by yourself and- you know, I don't want you to call me anymore. Here's this. Well, what about the guys like, hey? Like I want, a
1: Derek Jeter basket. Like, I want that. R- yes, yes. What about, well, the guy's like, I want that ring back because it was a lot of money. And you go, okay, but I'm
0: keeping the Kenneth Cole reaction. Right. That was a gift. <laughs> it's, yeah, mine.
1: <laughs> it's mine now i don't know now let me works.
0: jump to marie kondo because again yeah. this is where before you you would always harass me about watching uh ice road truckers and and uh, uh shipping wars and in these yes. shows yeah and i told you i moved away from television almost completely however i did watch Parking Wars with my daughter had for like th- six straight hours the other day because we were just locked <laughs> Jesus in. Jesus Christ! I've had three different people tell me about this tidying so, up show. Everybody is saying, "Oh, if you're watching Netflix right now, you got to watch the Ted Bundy tapes, and you got to listen to the newest season of Monster because it's about Zodiac, and you got to." I don't care about any of the true crime stuff so much anymore because mm. it's just been like black dog When much. I say black dog, I mean. In the nineties, if you listen to any radio station, they played Black Dog so much that you're like, I not only hate Black Dog, I don't really care for Led Zeppelin anymore. Even though Black Dog to me isn't even one of their best songs. Yeah. But you get where I'm coming. It's semi charm kind of life. So with that being said, I told I happened to I had no idea what it was when I first turned it on, but I, I saw Marie happens. Kondo, which she is probably like four foot six. Okay. Asian, straight bangs, tiny little thing. Marie. The nice, the sweetest, nicest little smile you've ever seen. You think in Marie's life. a made-up name, probably. Okay, it's uh, probably Marie, but that's anyway, better. that's better. But she doesn't speak English, or she speaks very little English, and brings an interpreter with her. So, okay, not to be labor it, but the, the point of the show is, is uh she is a um, an expert on tidying. So she will come in. So couples that are in distress, whether it be you had a loved one that passed away, and you. You can't bring yourself to get rid of that person's stuff uh, for sentimental purposes or you're a hoarder or you're a college kid trying to take, you know, make your place a little more attractive to, you know, hmm. possible females and you don't okay. want to look like a dorm room or whatever the case. There's all these different scenarios. I feel she like she's with.
1: she's uh, wedging in on Jocko's corner.
0: She comes in and she is the super sweetest, most nicest, cutest little thing in the world. Okay. And she sits down in your place and, and sucks in the chi. And then uh she goes room to room and she has a uh, a plan. There's like a five step program. First is clothes, then is you know, whatever. Books, paper, uh, garage. There's a there's a way she does it.
1: Is this because she comes from a place where people are so stacked on top of each other that you better be organized? Or else there's it, it just, could be just not room. There's not it the square be. footage for you to be.
0: But but you know how people get like a satisfaction of like my wife used to watch what's the one where people uh are drug addicts and then they get like forced into rehab they get tricked into rehab. Intervention. Okay. She could. She was obsessed with it. Oh my god! And I, god. I couldn't stand it. Me too. I just I don't want to see. I just, just, whatever. I don't want to see people's misery. So, I don't care. So sad. But this, where you see her do something that is so satisfying to a person like me, where it's like you have a job that actually gets completed and you feel good to stand back and look at it,
1: and you're uncluttering too. I
0: have folded every. I refolded <sighs> every piece of clothing that I own. Jesus. Uh, into little wedges. So like my T-shirts are all lined up. My socks. My ties. My uh, my boxer briefs, everything. We fold your underwear now? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I stack them in the way she does. And <laughs> oh, I want to show you my bureau. Uh, I have a um, like a giant stand-up bureau. Okay. And my wife has like two dressers, a chest of drawers, a huge walk-in closet. She's limited me to this space, which before I was complaining about. But now I'm like, dude, I got... Now you're like, I, good. I look in there and I'm like, I got so much more room to put stuff if I wanted to, but I don't because it makes me satisfied. Every day I come home and I fold my socks, not inside each other but over overlap them and stack them up and down so i could see the colors and i know right away to pick the socks out. dude it's so satisfying so satisfying but anyway
1: um every once in a while i do wish i could go uh, go on the delorean and bring old dave back to talk to new dave and old dave would old dave would just attack you violently after hearing what you just said but
0: i think there's a quote and i i wrote it down from muhammad ali which i saw old dave uh, would throw a bottle at you right now (laughs) i saw the other day and it, it, it it says the man who views the world at 50 the same as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of life, as Muhammad Ali said that. And if you can't, you know. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali said that? Yeah. Well, somebody made a quote and then put his picture next to somebody it. Somebody told Muhammad awesome. Ali to say that?
2: Wow, well,
0: That's I mean, a good quote. I like that. It is. So one, the, more, one more time? One more time. I want to soak it in. It up again. The man who views the world at 50 the same way as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. I love it. Meaning obviously evolution is important. Got to right? change. So I decided to I you know every now and then it, we me and my wife we like purge stuff and we feel really good about throwing a bunch of stuff away, not you know just saying, "Hey, let's take it and throw it in the garbage." Not take it and put it in another place in our house. It's it's ultimately satisfying. So you people can listen to the Ted Bundy tapes. That are long ago, and it's like, oh, well, maybe he said something in those tapes that I don't care. Ted it's Bundy's done. gone and over with. Who cares? It's done. But Marikando is about moving forward. Right. Moving forward. Right. So, I just, I, you have not seen this, heard this. I she's have, the sweetest, cutest thing. <laughs> I have had
1: several people tell me that they were watching this show, and every time they said that, I instantly was like, Why? Like why are you watching a show about organizing? That sounds
0: terrible to me. First of all, she's a beautiful Japanese woman with okay. a smile, the greatest smile in the world, like the sun. But she fits into this category for me <laughs> called so beautiful, <laughs> not so beautiful. Okay. I I I want to be in your life, uh-huh. but my wife shouldn't be offended by that because I don't want to do anything except for be in your presence. You want my... that's a level of beauty. That only few people have. Like what where you see condos, a, a woman and or man oh. that is so striking and their personality is so, you know what I'm talking about? You ever see it? Like what? You, I know it's you with Ryan Reynolds. Are you trying to get me to bring up Ryan Reynolds? But I I truly <laughs> feel this way. And I, I, I think that you, if, if Ryan Reynolds could be your friend, it's like, you don't want to touch him. Uh, I mean, it, I mean would, not all the time. That would be an added bonus. Yeah. I'm just saying there's more to it. This person, you just look at her and you go, wow. Everybody could benefit by having this person in their life. Yeah, whether it be organizing or what. Now you are like that is a that, that's a beautiful person.
1: Yeah, it's like the opposite of a stand up comic. You know, what I mean, the, 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 like you focus on those weird. Like it's like the opposite of like a Larry David, where he's just focused on those little things that bother you. Yes. She's like the opposite. She's like nothing. We're gonna we're gonna fix. We're not gonna be bothered.
0: But, uh, there's there's so many times where I've seen a girl that was so beautiful, and it's like I don't want, I definitely don't want to be offensive toward my wife, but I'm like, we should be friends with this person just for the just for having them <laughs> in our life. They're that beautiful. Me. At least me, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, no offense. I don't. I mean, I I love you differently. You're not saying just physically. You're saying just like like. But, I mean, doesn't hurt. But I mean, both. But, yeah. But, I mean, does that matters, Right? Because you'll see someone that's very good looking. Man, I you mean, like, I can't fight biology. No. We're no. a very visual person. are not going to rewrite. So me. it starts there. You're not going to recode your genes tonight? Yeah, but like some people will go on the internet and follow like, you know, smutty pictures. I follow the Sports Illustrated Instagram because to me, those chicks are a thousand times better than, than anybody. Oh, I think to make it to that level. I mean, right? but I'm saying looks wise, that is like a classic. I don't, the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make myself like I'm what? some kind of.
1: Dude, what are you. Okay. This made me think about this. Like, on Twitter, you know how tons of, like, models, like Sarah Underwood. Mm. Just, I mean, yes. Just <laughs> I just, I've heard <laughs> of her. I the noise. Um, she just takes pictures of, like, her butt or whatever. You know, like, right. she takes pictures of herself Somebody on, a, does. on a beach. You know what I mean? And I guess she could have an Apple Watch. She's, like, anytime. a model or whatever, yes. right?
0: Um, she's a playmate, though. She's a playmate. Was. Was. I heard. I mean, I'm
1: assuming. I heard she has a naked yoga type. Right, I heard. So, the point, but the point is this um, there's a billion of those girls on Twitter. I don't think that everyone on Twitter that I follow knows that if you like these girls'
0: pictures, it shows other people. Did I show you that? No. Yeah, because your activity, there's another like field where you can go to and it shows all your activity
1: retweets, likes, whatever. It'll just show up in my timeline
0: (laughs) that people like.
1: A Sarah, photo, Underwood. A right. Sarah Underwood. A Sarah Underwood or or whomever. Or there's there's these
0: girls that like make coffee. She is like a, a Marikondo too. She is. She's because you're delight. just like, wow, she yeah, there's just nothing wrong with this person. She you're seems like, so nice. She's like a real life tinkerbell. Right.
1: Yeah. So I'm seeing stuff on my timeline that I don't follow. There's like these girls that make coffee like naked, basically. Or like in a Wait. G in a G string or something. Wait. I'll have to show you. This no. might this this might this might be two worlds colliding. But like there's things like that that I do not follow or necessarily. I mean, I don't not care about, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I don't seek
0: that out. Right. Like I want to see like a model. Right. You know what I'm. Mean? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, don't, I, don't, I really don't, never watch the things my friends look at. Page. I probably no, should. no, no. I'm not. I know, but I'm saying if you do look at it, you're like, well, that that sounds interesting. But Real I mean, quicker. on my normal feed, I will mm. see
1: so and so liked so and so, not not in a row, just random. Right. It's part of the algorithm. It just pops
0: it in there. Like, yeah. It doesn't show all the stuff you do. It show in. in in linear fashion which one of your friends so it's staggered
1: i think so like it doesn't show I know, me everything they liked it just just pops up once in a while well i have a couple friends who i just feel weird because it'll be like these super progressive tweets like it'll be like so and so like uh who's who's the guy who is going for who's the guy who wanted to be like a judge or whatever kavanaugh yes yeah, yeah I, <laughs> he I, I got re- it i know, you know poli- he, he i know it. politics big time i follow him super closely but People would be tweeting, like, this guy's a pig. Like, he probably touched this girl inappropriate in in, in college and blah, blah. And that's fine. I don't care. I mean. Your opinion. I don't don't care about Kavanaugh. Um, But, like, they'll be saying these ultra, what seems like very forward-thinking, progressive, feministic. Is that a word? Yeah. Of course it is. That's why I said it. Uh, Feministic, like, viewpoints about, like, a woman should be able to. You should believe every woman that has, makes an accusation. Her body, of, her
0: choice. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's like, yeah, right. For all those things, and then I'll see that they liked like ass and titties and coffee. And so right. I'm like, I go, <laughs> which is it, dude? Are you are you like are are women just there for your spank bank or do you really? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's both I, I'm sides take of the sure, dude.
0: So if you see a picture of Sarah Underwood posing in front of a, a mountain with a cascading waterfall, I'm gonna look it up now just in case. Right? And then there's there's snow peaks, and she's wearing UGG boots and nothing else, mm. and she's turned just right. And there's no there, there's no nudity no. as far as her, her bits are covered up, but it's like position just clearly right, so, so Instagram nude. doesn't take it. That yes, yeah, 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 and that's what she does. She's a model, so sure. whatever. Everybody should be able to look at that and go, wow, that's beautiful. Everybody, our agrees. wives, our mothers, whoever. But not at the same time as me. If you dare look in the comments, so you see like <laughs> like twenty thousand people thumbs up. Uh, and then you're like, okay, I can see why people would thumbs up and move on. But guys don't move on. Uh, what's go in than the, the comments. comments and it's like, you know, Harold Jarvis. And he's got like the, uh, you know, the, the horseshoe George Costanza haircut. He's and He's saying the cat. most vile, disturbing things directly to her as if she's reading, flipping through and going, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Jarvis got him. That dude you wants know. to eat
1: the corn out of my po- oh, yeah, my Yeah. Yeah.
0: And. It's the best is when foreign people uh when I mean foreign I mean non-English native speakers Latin they males try, love oh yeah, without to make a, and and East Indian and uh. they say their 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 understanding of the <laughs> English they invert words and they put things in different order yeah. but you still realize you're like, did he mean that? And you're like, yeah, he, he, that's what he meant. He just – he inverted these two words. But I dare any of you to go to <laughs>
1: – says like I want your
0: hat ass and go, yeah. oh, oh, you want to wear her ass as a hat. Right. Oh, right. I'm – okay. And they're – never <laughs> do you click on – I always click on their profiles and look at them and I'm like, you got a lot of nerve, dude. You have a lot of nerve. The best is when you see a guy comment and then like you said – his girlfriend wife whoever sees that he commented because of the likes and in the activity and then yeah. she does a sub comment on his comment saying you know with the the chick with the x emoji like you're not getting like you're uh, done yeah oh or, brother yeah so yeah. um i always come for the comments
1: oh that's so funny That is it is funny somebody does need to do like a graph or a breakdown of a, i know we're all the same and you can't judge and I've never can' but why well, I've never said what what my brand is is best and you'll never hear me say that but like I would like to see a breakdown of cultures and see who makes the most and or lewd
0: lewdist most lewd comments but but you know and on Twitter you could be um you know the the purple pie man with a cartoon picture of the purple pie man mm. as your as your or that uh, frog you know. fellow but you on Instagram, these guys have a picture of themselves where they think they're suave or they're or they're with their kid. It's a a family picture mm. as their profile picture, and then they're saying these like yeah. lewd, lascivious comments. And I'm yeah. just like, like, dude. I mean, maybe you were drunk, and then that comment went up when at two in the morning. And then, but but again, do you think? Does anybody really think that she reads through the comments, and, or does she? That's the ultimate to to what end?
1: Like you, you're. You're doing that just to, to to get yourself horned up? Like
0: like why are you saying that? With this? zero like, response, but she's at the not same time What are the what are the odds of winning the lottery?
1: The, like that the super one guy? powerball,
0: the 10 billion dollar lot. No, the real lottery. Like the oh yeah, infinite or whatever. Yeah. You probably have a better shot at getting a response whether yeah. it be her just rip, like hitting the like or the heart button or thumbs up. And if you get a thumbs up, that's like winning the mini lottery, right? Oh my so God, if you made a dirty lewd comment to her, and it's a verified thing, and she acknowledges your comment. Mm-hmm. You won the lot. You're talking to the guy who didn't leave the house a week for a <laughs> week after Cheryl Scott replied to me. Right. You won the scratch off lottery. Now Absolutely. the chance of her actually seeing your foul, vulgar, disturbing, dirty comments and saying, Hey, I have a cam. Do you have a cam? Let's make this happen. Dude, that is wouldn't that be such a great idea for like a little web series or whatever? For like you get celebrities to do you that? You get
1: celebrity models to find these people that made the comments and then you call them and like you set it up and go like, hey, you give him a false premise about why you're filming it, and you film that guy in his fabric... his fabric, this is the birth of a renovation. You, yeah, you film that guy in his fabric plaid recliner as he's watching old vintage Double Dare episodes, and Sarah Underwood just calls, just calls him, and then he's like, you oh, know, hello, this is Harold Jarvis. <laughs> and, then, and she's like, hey, this is Sarah. And he's like, oh, what? what's... What, I'm sorry, Sarah Underwood. Yeah, you you said you wanted to you said you wanted to rub marmalade all over my certain parts or whatever. And then she go, yeah, I just, when are you available? Like when do you want to do that? Like just take them up, like take them up oh, on whatever. Let's take it a
0: step further. I mean, that'd be great. But what if she just came knocking on her door? Like you remember those videos where, uh, there's one with Deontay Wilder, where a guy online was like in a gym somewhere in the country. And he was like beating the shit out of people. And then he basically was like, I could beat the shit out of the champ of the world. And then Deontay Wilder showed up at this guy's gym and put a, Ass beating on oh, this guy. I love it. Just beat the shit out of him. So what if Sarah Underwood shows up with a camera crew at your or she's wearing a hidden camera by herself at the door? Now they have a rescue team in case something happens. You're gonna need to set it up like catch a predator. Dude. 99.9 let's just say 100% of these dudes are going to fold like a cheap oh, so they wouldn't know what to I do like which would be the greatest thing ever like oh, you know they're like we, she just shows up and she goes i brought that five pound jar of coconut
1: oil you were talking and about. she just buck naked in a trench coat and so like, here we go let's i would like you home. to do what you said you were gonna do right. to me
0: and just watch this guy back down would it not be the most empowering thing for women Oh my God. This, this is a... And then you publicly shame that person by putting that video out. I know this is sort of a vulgar conversation, but there's a feminist angle to this. Without a doubt. They, they, show, they show up and they go, okay, I brought the
1: kitty litter. You're going to make me do what with it? And they go, "Oh, it... no, no, seriously, go ahead. Like,
0: I'm ready. Yeah. If you want, I can come in and we, we could ask your mom to leave or, mm. you know, or maybe she yeah. knocks on the door if the guy lives at home and introduces herself to his wife and family or mom and then says, hey... I don't know if you guys know, but he, you know, is this cool? I wanted to make this guy's dream come true. I'm part of like the, kind of like a make make a wish Foundation. This is like, yeah, this is like make a wish. Or you remember (laughs) the scene in, I made you, I asked you to watch Sea of Love years ago (laughs) and there's this scam where they invite all these deadbeat dads to a Yankee, meet the Yankees breakfast. Yes. But you do the same thing. You tell him he won. Sarah Underwood's going to be at this event or whoever. And they invite his family and friends. They don't tell them why they're invited (laughs) there. They just tell the guy they won a contest just round them all up. Yeah, just public shame the person. Because public that shame. that's the kind of public shame people deserve. Well, if you go online and you're like the, one of these keyboard commandos and there is just no retribution for or or uh you know no no you don't have to answer for the things you put online. I mean, dude, I believe that you deserve. This is the idea. And the, it, we always talk about okay, Hollywood and, get
1: us get a hold of us. Get a hold of us. Uh hey my Ben, hey my well, Dave. Hey, my Dave, hey, my Ben, hey, my man podcast, all that shit on Twitter. Um, This is – pe- people talk about, like, laws. we got to make laws to stop bullying. we got to change better training, better education. No, Wrong. we don't. We need this. We need this, and we need a couple of them to go viral and be like, listen, we, we know we're not going to stop every creep out there, but we're going to push the momentum in this direction. Do you think I mean, I'm, I'm in I'm, trouble with the Cheryl Scott stuff then? I don't know. We are gonna see know. what would happen. I know, no, no, listen. Have I made a few reactionary videos? Yes, but but I've never done anything. Yeah, but lewd. but you yeah, you
0: you professed love, not yeah. lust. I've always said her beauty is only surpassed by her you, virtue. You did. This is not disgusting. Same thing my fifth grade teacher used to say <laughs> about you. Not about me. I mean <laughs> this isn't the podcast. Dude, before. I love it. So they just show up at the door
1: and they go, Hey, um, as soon as you're done cleaning all four of those cat boxes. Right. I want to do that thing that you said you wanted to do to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait
0: to not walk for a week. So let's get that done. Right.
1: And then make this is beautiful.
0: And then um and then Anthony Joshua or uh Deontay Wilder can come in and punch the guy right in his nuts. Maybe you can even hook them up to some sort of 2 meter. meter. <laughs> and then shame them well, if they, it doesn't they, work. they would they would have to be, Dude, yeah, be they would have to be game for that at that point. You know these people like my well, whole point beforehand, is beforehand you'd have to say this is like we're doing like a, bon- you, a boner documentary. 100% of the time <laughs> you would see the girl knock on the door, the guy either open it or look through the peephole and then act as if he like it would always be like cheaters where you would have to have the crew watching for hours beforehand to make sure the person's there to and then watch the fact that he won't even answer the door and then go live like a Facebook live and be like, we are now standing outside the door of the guy who said, and then put the comments up and we're here. We're mm-hmm. here to make good on this. Yeah. So. I, I
1: brought, I brought the coffee. Just let's do what you're going to do. Yeah. This is the best idea ever. I don't know if you think that's a Benovation. That's just a podcast podcastovation that that would dude. So you would have to find the crew that did catch a predator. Mm hmm. And you go, since you guys have a little experience in the surveilling and and, and all that, like, help us set this up. Dude, all I need is the money. Yeah, for sure. All I need is the money. This show, Sarah Underwood would be game. Plus, then I could, when I see all these models, I could say all the creepy comments that I've been saying to them in person.
0: I would like, you know, and and I can't believe that Nobody has done this, whether it be um, like Jimmy Kimmel does that thing where he like mean tweets. I can't believe any of these late night people. And you know what? It's our idea. So really, they should. We got a trademark. We, we should so this, fast? Uh, where we have these Internet models come on, the celebrity ones. And we just say, like, what read some vile comments and then yeah. call out the person who <laughs> made that comment. Let's put pictures of that person up like how they do when someone shoots like wild game.
1: Yeah. Like they go, it was your honeymoon. It's the guy like, with an elephant tusk in his hand. Yeah, you two chose to kill this magnificent cheetah on your <laughs> vacuum, which is terrible or whatever, right. you know. I'm not I don't take a stand on anything anymore. I just laugh. <laughs> so like you, you killed this cheetah on your honeymoon, that's what does it for you, you creep. Well, we'll find those people and be like, you know, why did you tell her that you wanted to put Nutella in her ear? You know what I mean? Or just like whatever, weird things. But back to the original point of that is a super good idea. Uh, it makes me feel weird when people I know say these super progressive, like liberal, or just what feels like feministic ideas. I hope that's a word because I've used it like five times. And then I see them like this stuff, and I feel like, do I start saying something to them, or do I just wait until I have the no, camera? No, like I like I've
0: told you in the past, you stay out of it. Okay, you can bring nothing but harm. But I have one of these. <laughs> what? Okay, so I've been thinking about this for a long time. Uh one of the the one of our listeners had uh, breast cancer and was able to overcome breast cancer, is now a survivor, which is awesome because you get to say I'm a survivor, right? You know, back when I was a kid, there was a baseball player, his name was Jim Abbott. Do you know who Jim Abbott is? Yeah, I remember him from the video game. So Jim Abbott was a baseball player, I believe, born with a missing left or right arm, his pitching arm. Okay. Okay, and he was on Team USA. So what he would do is... Uh, excuse me, His uh, he was... Yeah, I think he was missing. Oh, 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 oh. He, oh. he, he would I was hit. thinking of somebody else, but yeah, okay. Okay, this guy was a Major League Baseball pitcher. He I would remember. pitch and then take his mitt, which was on his stump, and flip it over immediately to his, his hand so he could catch... He could feel the ball if it guy hit back to him. I want that guy to kind of go in the same category as Bo Jackson where a woman shouldn't be able to say no. And I, and I know we weren't <laughs> able... Oh, I know we weren't <laughs> able to at the time... Uh, we didn't, we weren't. We, we didn't have the science we had now. We didn't have the AI and the robotics where you could, you know. And maybe he wouldn't have even wanted one because he 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 grew to learn how to to use his body the way apparently God intended it to be or whoever. Yeah. So he over he he overcame and obviously was super successful got or super, successful. Got
1: super silly that way. And
0: I saw a video the other day of a boy that was born. It looked like with no legs, and he had like some, those weird like bouncy things that runners use for their leg, like the people are amputees. They're like springs, like spring legs. Yeah, yeah. And he was playing football and throwing the ball downfield. He was like a maybe a junior high. Oh, age he's like kid. a quarterback. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, amazing. Well, he had two fake feet. Yes, but yeah. yeah, they weren't like prosthetically fake to where they were like new legs. They were clearly like, hey, these are mechanical, and I'm that's that's it. Clearly so, better than legs. Okay, but let's take it back to Jim Abbott. So what I'm saying is this: if you have breast cancer, okay. okay and again, this is not about this specific person. It's about anybody. You want to give them springs, and you have springs one, for boobs? No, and you have one boob removed. Okay. But the other boob you have yeah. is amazing. It's fantastic. it's oh, so good. What is, again, like the blind guy or the partner's comment, yeah. you're doing this for other people. You're getting that second boob to either match your first boob or you're getting both boobs erased and getting two new good boobs. But you're not doing it just for but other people, But what if your right? first boob was amazing? Yeah. Shouldn't you just be like, I, I got a, a pretty good boob. It's a really good one. Could you have the doctor just take that one boob and move it into the middle? Because I really feel <laughs> like it's a waste to have two. What's the purpose of two? That's what we have been grown accustomed to. But what yeah. if, and then I go back to uh, how we were watching <laughs> Total Recall and the girl had three boobs. Three of them, yeah. And I was like, what are we doing here? Really, how much time and attention-
1: you, well, it's like Mexican dessert. You can't just keep saying more is better always. Right. mexican It's the same stuff, just mexican put with different has stuff. Mexican food dessert, and they're just like, hey, I know you guys uh, you guys like a little bit of sugar with your dessert. How about everything just like skull candies,
0: and like everything's got lime and salt? It's like, nope, nope. Not, more is not always better. So if you had boobs that weren't great, and you ended up having a mastectomy, either double or either double mm-hmm. or single, okay, I get it. But yeah. what if you were a person who had an exceptional... An exceptional boob,
1: and you don't trust. And you the just doctor. said, you know
0: what? I'm going with this exceptional boob, and then I'm going to do the tattoo thing on the other side, like something real cool, like a pirate or a samurai, or you know, a rose. Like, like something else, almost like in a, in, a, in a like that you could be
1: utilized, like uh, like since I already have the boob department covered with this one because it's so yeah. nice, maybe I should have something else, like a pocket.
0: Yeah. That's even better. I didn't <laughs> you know anything I mean? about that. Like yeah, keep my chapstick because I lose my chapstick all the time. <laughs> or chapstick. you know how chicks are like, if you go to a concert, they'll switch their big purse to a little purse Where's and they're like, chapstick?
2: let me check my titty.
0: They'll, they'll have like a clutch. <laughs> oh dude. What if you could have a cell phone pouch? Yeah. I mean, you can put whatever you want in there. Yeah. That's can, not a bad idea. What about like Molly straps? What is like, that? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a like a marine would wear. On yeah, his... like a soldier would wear. That way yeah. you, you could you, you could switch it out with different things.
1: This is so insensitive. Isn't it's it? not at all because no? you know
0: what? This like you again, can do whatever you want. Like, but um, I'm saying, don't do it for us. If you're going into now, battle, you could put your weapon. It's insensitive if <laughs> if you're th- you're coming at it the wrong way. And and what I like what I'm you not, said earlier. But, this is this is no, not you. But you have to look at it in the way of where we're saying like you shouldn't don't do this for other people. You could take that that real estate. It's yeah. like in my old backyard. You know, we had we had a giant old shed. It was humongous. But we wanted a <laughs> pool. So we got rid of the shed and then we're like, well we're going to, you know, we we'll moved the shed back in this corner or whatever. But now mm-hmm. we have this space to put something we really enjoy, which is a pool. But we still have the shed. It's just out of the way. Mm. But now we have this exceptional pool right in the middle. Yeah, but if you put your good your good boob in the middle, you could actually have two pockets. But let's go back to what you were saying because it's sort of. <laughs>
1: okay. I'm just thinking like, okay, so say say you're of an advanced age too. It's like I don't really like my boobs aren't that. You know what I really want is a place to put my chapstick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that way you have more storage. You know? I mean, think about it's like chick. it's like cargo I always tell pants, my wife, but for your body when when we go to let's just say we go to a bar. Three Floyds is a perfect example because they're really, they card you every time you come in. They they don't miss a beat with the yeah. carding. Mm-hmm. And we walk from the parking lot. My wife has this giant purse where she throws things in there and she takes forever to dig that thing out because yeah, there's not, so much other stuff. Not anymore. But if you had just a, a, an ID slot where you yeah. kept your, you know, like I said, like a clutch purse. Well, like this like this um, lame little thing I have on my
1: phone. It's yeah. just for
0: my credit card. For a buck. You bought it at the five, five below, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. For $2. So- you put your credit card, your IDs. Yeah, sweet. Uh, no more wallet.
0: Yeah. You put
1: it in where your boob was.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I, I just... Well, this this is so much further than what I thought, so I'm glad we have talked about it. But I was... This is not insensitive at all because what I'm saying is, first of all, we're worried about your health. So you have to get a mastectomy to get rid of the tumor. We're saying so. you're
1: not just your boobs. You're more than that.
0: No, I'm saying if you have one good boob, it's good enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about an exceptional boob. Like, right. don't These other... Mid-level boob people don't don't. don't th- this isn't for you. This is not for you. So I'm talking about oddly And I'm not saying it. big, small. I'm just saying you know an exceptional one when you see it. it. Size, it's a factor sometimes, but it's not always a factor. Are you vain, or do you want a place for your stuff? Yeah, and again, who are you yeah. doing this for? Right. Yeah, because right. and I think that if 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 the right, don't go too if for the me. right taste maker has breast cancer and has a single mastectomy or double. <laughs> this could change everything. If you have Molly straps, here's the thing. You can go I, I would... Mo- Molly is a system it, it sort of looks like a web. So it's like cross hatched material which you could then hang different things from. Think it. of like, like fabric
1: belts that are right. that are stitched every what three inches or something. Yeah. Like, so then you would run inches.
0: like they would use like a like a mag pouch or a uh, you know, a flashlight pouch what, that whatever they could run through it to
1: hang from You it. would strap on whatever tool right. you needed at that moment. Right. But I'm saying like here's the thing. If you want the boobs for a nice, elegant night out, you put the Molly Stripe, you attach the boobs for that oh, night. Yeah, you could attach the other boobs. So it's like, do you want them or not? If you don't want those, you're maybe you're going to do something athletic, you don't want them bothering you. There you go. But, put uh, I, chap chapsticks back.
0: Me, per- I I personally feel like having only one boob, uh, you shouldn't feel like you're in a rush to go get another one to please somebody else. Is this how people feel when you turn on like Fox News and it's like five white guys talking about racism? I, I don't know. No, I think that we're <laughs> that we're, we're empowering. Like. I'm coming from a place of empowerment. Ben. I don't know where love. you're coming from. I'm coming from yeah.
1: a place of love. I just, you know, in today's climate it's very touchy if you talk about stuff that that you don't own.
0: Now, here's the thing. If you go like, "Wow, I never really cared for my boobs or I want another boob because that's what I want." You're, you know, your body, your choice. Get them to But I'm saying like there's another there's another option. We're saying you're more than your boobs, and I think that
1: matters. Yeah. Now, here's it this would be worse. Again, if, this is
0: for people with good boobs. though.
1: <laughs> thank you this if we were like hey boob. if we were just like hey whatever get them huge all the time yeah, that's no, what we want no, that's not no, what we're saying no.
0: and every frame doesn't support that that's a little crazy yeah. you know what i'm saying like everybody doesn't have to get crazy
1: no it's crazy. every frame supports a molly strap
0: yeah no doubt
1: so this this is another thing we... imagine
0: the holidays you already have something to buy you know what I mean? Oh. Every year you're like, dude, like my wife loves kitchen gadgets. What
1: do you buy for the
0: woman that can wear anything? <laughs> I mean, yeah, and you could even have one of those dresses where, you know, it usually just your shoulder out, but now. Dude, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like uh
1: like there was in 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 the Game of Thrones book, Nay, Song of Ice and Fire books, there's a culture where it's appropriate to have one one titty out. Right. That's like the dragon queen goes to this town and like that's like their fashion. This would be like that except for like dude just imagine if you're like a mechanic or a cook, like Yeah. Pocket protector.
0: It's endless. You could be a NASA scientist. It's endless. It's not NASA.
1: NASA. Sorry. So don't just like and retweet videos of hot chicks doing that kind of stuff. Because that's (laughs) we unpacked a lot there. Well, yeah, don't just do that because that is actually very shallow of you.
0: Think about how they could benefit. The last thing I want to say real quick, (laughs) I have one, I I finally got to a point where my kid no longer looks at my son, no longer looks at me the way that, you know, a 13-year-old son looks at his father. Now he's 14, and I called him because at work, I I got um, an additional computer screen. So I have two computer screens. Do Uh, you need them? Well, no, but I mean, I I got a laptop that hooks into... um, my computer so I could take my laptop obviously and leave. But when I'm at, when I'm there, um, I can utilize both screens. I see. So I thought you were becoming a gamer. No, I told my son, I called him up. I FaceTimed him. I was like, dude, I got two screens for my computer. And he's like, and, and I go, well, I can look at this. I can do this. I can move this over to here and move. I feel like, like Dr. Claw. Yeah, you're petting I should your have cat. said I should have said Batman, but I went with Dr. Claw. But for whatever reason, he's like, "Yeah, so what? You have two screens. Big deal." And I thought about how my dad when I I would look at my whenever my dad there was some new technology and I was like mm. I, I had learned about it. Cordless phone. Come yeah. look at this. And he was super proud of it and how I just shit on him and I'm like, <clears throat> "I want to I want to publicly apologize because <laughs> My kid <laughs> also played a video game with me the other day. He invited me to play that he already knew how to play and he and he beat the dog shit out of me and then I was like but you didn't even show me what these buttons do and I remember my dad saying the same thing he's like you invited me I'm so you prepared. could finally dominate me yeah. in something um, but I quickly ended up beating my son I, I figured it out quick enough because I grew up on video no. games did you really yeah you beat him though yeah oh yeah I'm a I, you I can, could button mash, and it was like, it was like WWE wrestling. So dude, it's like I could those... be a kid in any game ever. But I, I,
1: I'm just I'm a little bit sad that he didn't do the trick that you've taught your family to do,
0: which is in the middle of a story just start go, yawning. Boring. <laughs> and you'd be like,
1: "Hey, look, I got two screens, and
0: both screens." He's like, "Boring." Yeah, yeah he should
1: have. But
0: well, either way, but he I, did
1: more damage by waiting, letting you finish, and going, "Yeah, I nice. was
0: yeah, I was super excited about it because <laughs> I'm like, I can move this box here and then like, slide <laughs> this one over this other screen." He's like, "So what?" He yeah. was and he was just so like.
1: Yeah, it was just nice. I love it.
0: Yeah, that. Uh, so I don't know where you got that from. It's weird. Obviously, I continue to be crazy, but I want to say this as we as we close this episode. Uh, first, I want to thank everybody who again blew it away with buying like so much more gear. The new the ten dollar t shirts at Midwest Print made available because we did so well with the hoodies, yes. and the zip ups, and so they said, "Hey, we're gonna do this fire sale. We're gonna try to move as much product as possible. Let's see what you guys can do." And we killed it, dude. Olive um, drab, ten bucks. Yeah, it's awesome. So, um, for those of you who, again, like I said, we have some people who bought every single time we did something: the hoodie, the zip up, and the t shirts, or multiples. And I can't just, I just, I just can't be. I can't say enough about those people and the, the support. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to put this podcast out. Hopefully, it'll be out today. Whoa, so by 4 o'clock today, babe. if I can make this out, which is Super Bowl Sunday, you still have an opportunity to buy a $10 shirt, go to um, mm. any of our Twitter accounts and uh, or our Facebook account, and the links right there on how to do it. Like I said, ten bucks. And it's a Bella Canvas shirt, which is like super comfortable. If anybody bought the hoodies, you know what that means. Yeah. That's or the nice. other shirts that we the t shirts we sold in the first campaign, yeah. Sam. Well that is episode two hundred and five of the Him and Man podcast. And so technically we put one out this week. So yeah, it was a little late, but it happened. So
2: later she's a something.